2: Oh my goodness, it's only preseason, but I'm hype, he'll fuck, Jimmy G, buckets, Jets buckets, oh my goodness, give me the hot sauce. It is Super Bowl Sunday, and we are taping a special Sunday edition of Give Me the Hot Sauce. It is episode 118. We're talking a lot of Bulls and NBA. Bulls insider Casey Johnson from NBC Sports Chicago is going to join us in just a few minutes. Stacy just back from the road trip, which, of course, did not go well. The Bulls going 0-3 on the trip. And, hey, I saw some shots of you at uh, Barclays sitting on the sideline enjoying the game. You had your boys with you. Was that, was that an interesting thing to, to just hang out and have to call a game? You know what?
3: We were, we were a fan. Yes. You no, know, we were a fan, and you know, me and Adam were sitting there, and um, my boy Maddie Nice, yep. you know, he was there too, and so we got to watch the game as a fan. I know, and, son. I, was, and I was disappointed like a fan. I, was, <laughs> I I left the arena disappointed. You know, I, I was highly disappointed, and so we made a pack when we got on the bus to get ready to leave. Me and Adam, we just, hey, hey, listen, man, it's over. Let it go. Yeah, we're not gonna carry it with us. You know, to Cleveland. Let it go. We're fans tonight.
2: I saw Sarah Kustak was there. I don't I assume Nick Friedel was there as well. Did you get a chance to chat with them? We at all? didn't.
3: I, I, we talked to Sarah, but we didn't see Nick. Yeah. Nick was somewhere hiding in the arena somewhere. I don't know where he was at. You know, he's he's got all these little secret compartments. <laughs> that you know, when you're a big time reporter like Nick, you have like different rooms you can hide off into. Yeah. Suites. That's how big Nick is now.
2: How is Sarah doing?
3: Sarah's doing good, man. Sarah's big time.
2: I know. Sarah, Everybody you know, knows hey, her in that arena.
3: You know, uh, Comcast, Sportsnet, let, you let a good one get away. Yeah, hey, a, lot, a lot of good ones yeah, get yeah, away. It's like, hey, hey, speaking of our guy over here, he, he got away too. So a lot of people got away. She was a big fish, got away. She's doing a good job. She's doing, yeah. you know, she's working. She's got podcasts, uh, NBA podcasts. She's doing like NBA, college, games. You know, college games. She's doing uh, talk shows. Yeah. I mean, she's big time.
2: Yeah, she is big time. We love Sarah. <laughs> Hey, let's talk a little bit more about what, what's going on with the Bulls. You know, the game in Brooklyn was one that, that you thought for sure they'd get that W because they had just made a couple of trades. They were short-handed. They were missing like four guys that they just, and, and yet the Bulls came out flat in that game. Oh, Mark. Yeah, I know, I know. But Bulls fans are feeling your pain.
3: Three games in a row where they took big leads in the, the end of yeah. the quarters, in the fourth quarter, and they lost. Makes no sense, makes no sense. They play the right way, the first three quarters. People are we even made a comment last night's game against Cleveland. You know, there's four or five guys, six guys in double figures, the ball's moving. Bulls have 27 assists. It's it's really, really fun to watch. And then all of a sudden the fourth quarter comes and it's you know, you hear this, oh no, not again. I, I don't know. It's not a, it's not oh no, not again moments. It's not playing the game the right way right. and doing the same things that got you to lead. You know, we have we have guys in there, I think, that have agendas, you know, when it's when it's when they get the lead. It's like, you know, it seems like, well, it's my turn to shine. It's my turn to get off and say you can't do that. Not 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 when you're struggling like they are. Uh, you've lost too many games doing it that way. And it's not working at some point. When are you going to recognize that it's not working and we need to change what we're doing? And right now they're not.
2: Hey, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you sure noticed that Tim has a Bulls sticker on his shirt.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and Dude, it's, not, he, it's he, not really sticking. we, we need look, some Elmer's glue. Can we get close up of this? You. This is this is a buy a jacket, get two free. Uh. And uh, so he, he wow. you know, he wanted, he wanted he wanted he wanted the Bulls Nation to, yeah. to say like he wanted y'all to see that he's he's truly repping the Bulls. Yep. So he put this fake Bulls head on here and glued it with some super glue, and it's not working. Fake look, 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 oh, look 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 look. This is one. Off on the right. Okay. Yeah, I see it. The one on the back's coming off too. <laughs> I know. Wow. Where'd you she get credit. that at? Uh, Saks with Avenue. <laughs> Literally <sighs> we just lost another sponsor. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Saks. How much you got?
2: You don't want to know. Yeah, tell no, us. People, people want to know because we want to know what you yeah. pay for this fake
3: this fake patch. Uh,
4: for something.
2: I'll get your money back. <laughs> so th- was that sticker actually uh, flat on the surface when yeah. you got it, and it's yeah. already coming up? How many times you worn that the pillow,
3: thing? The whole thing. Hey, no, no, i just saying, is it all blue? Oh, my goodness.
2: Look oh, look at this.
3: That's America. Great. America.
2: Hey, it's it looks perfect. It looks perfect now. Look, now, look, now America. You can, America. Now you can America. buy it.
3: America, this is a $400. This is a sweet jacket. When I first saw it, but all you got to do right here, just get, just, this lick it. Yeah. Stick it right back on. Look, look, look. Oh, look. no. Look, 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 look. Yeah. Just as good as
2: new. Just put, some, just put some hot sauce on the back yeah. of that and oh, stick it out. Save yeah. it for the show,
4: baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's real I, I got oh, somebody to fix that
2: for you, for real. Do you? Oh, do yeah. You? yeah. They,
3: they, you know what? It should be sewn on. It yeah. should be sewn on. It shouldn't be. This yeah, is, absolutely. This, is, this stuff, this kind of stuff, you pay $400 for a jacket, yeah. an NBA jacket. Everything on. Let's see the other side, Tim. Okay. okay, see, I don't know if you can see the back. See, look at this. she has got another stick on the back. These things should be sewn on. Yeah. That's first class.
2: We'll get Pete, the sign guy, to fix you. Don't
3: be so hard on these jackets.
2: No, I am going to be hard on it because you pay
3: four hundred dollars. You know that's not a four hundred dollar jacket. That's more. If if the things that fall off of glue it's like seventy five dollar jacket. So let's (laughs) get our let's get our money sacks. If you're hearing it. (laughs) Might <laughs> have lost you as a sponsor, but we don't care. It's justice. Get yeah. this man. Get this man a legit coat with legit patches that don't fall off. <laughs> don't fall off on one washing. It's like oh, there you go, man. man. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry I did that, Tim. I, I didn't to mean wash. to bust him out like that. Yeah, I was sorry. afraid to wash it. Yeah, don't wash it, man. <laughs> Just get some super glue. It'll stay. Get some Gorilla Group glue. Get the you know the Gorilla. You know, yeah. Gorilla. Get some. Put it, it on
4: nice. there. He's gonna show up here in a minute. Yeah. Oh, really? As soon as you say it. Oh, grill and <laughs> grill. We didn't make hey it. Right go there.
3: Blue. Oh. We got to glue it back on, please. Oh, Lord.
2: Wow. So last Thursday was the NBA trade deadline. The Bulls were one of two teams that didn't make any moves. Uh, what was the vibe around the team? Obviously, you were there. Uh, people kind of surprised that nothing was done, Stacey.
3: Mark, it's a business, number yeah. one. Every player is tradable. Some of the greatest players in the game have been traded. It's part of the business. If you get bent out of shape because your name comes in, in a trade, you should be really thankful because yeah. someone's talking about you. Somebody wants you, you know? So it's when they don't talk about you and, and then they cut you is when you go, oh man, this league's really rough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you get bent out of shape because your name comes up in the trade, I mean – you're not a professional because that's what happens in the professional, you know, professional sports guys get traded all the time. Superstar players get traded. Charles Barkley got traded. Wilt Chamberlain got traded. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar got traded. These are all time greats Mm -hmm. got traded. So anybody can be traded. So you can't get bent out of shape like that. And you still have a job to do. As long as I'm here, I'm going to play. That's what your philosophy should be. As long as I'm here, I'm going to give maximum effort. I'm trying to get to the playoffs. Let's do what we need to do to get to the playoffs. But, You could tell the body language of certain guys was not right, you know, after that game, especially against the Nets. And and I knew that was a game against Brooklyn that was going to be tough because once you see Kyrie's gone, once you see Kevin Durant's gone, oh, so we just show up and beat the Nets because they don't got anybody. They got a bunch of new players that just came there, Spencer Dinwiddie and all these guys, and you take them lightly and they beat you. And it's like, wow, man, this has been the MO all year long.
2: Yeah, in the game against Cleveland, it looked like uh, you know, Cleveland had played the night before in New Orleans. They got in late, the Bulls were rested, and they controlled the action for most of the first three quarters. And as you mentioned earlier, in the fourth quarter, just things go haywire and they couldn't score down the stretch. Well,
3: again, not utilizing the one weapon they have that other teams don't. You have a post big guy that can score in the post and also distribute the basketball to make your job easier. They refuse to utilize Vooch in the post. Uh, and then Vooch, I feel, doesn't get the ball on the post. So then he just said, well, if I don't get the ball on the post, I'm just going to stay on the perimeter. And he stays out on the perimeter. And then he looks for threes. And then that's not his strength. Even though he's probably one of the Bulls' top three-point shooters, in the game when you're struggling to find offense, where do you get it? Points in the paint. They had a lot of points in the paint yesterday when they were winning the game. They went away from that. And then, again, it comes down to mental toughness in tight situations. Billy Donovan said something a couple of weeks ago that the Bulls always seem to wilt when the other team turns up the pressure. And that's something, as a player, you don't want to hear a coach say. You don't want to hear that. So you should take that personal. From that point on, when he said that, you should have taken that personal and because it's obvious. We saw these last three games. As soon as the other team starts, you know, gets a run, the crowd gets into it, uh, the defense turns up, they start to, they start to, you know, pressure burst pipes. You you can see it and you can see it in their faces and their body language. And they just can't forget a bad play. They can't forget a bad shot. Um, They take it with them on the next play, which affects the defensive end. Because you don't score on one end doesn't mean that you stop playing on the other end. Because if you're having a hard time scoring, which they did, they went three, four minutes without scoring. That means Cleveland has going to go three or four minutes without scoring. That's what good teams do. If we're not scoring, you're not scoring. Right. So we're just going to have a low-scoring game like that high school basketball game was 4-2. to two. That's the kind of game we're going to be playing in the fourth <laughs> quarter. We're, we're, no one's going to score. And then our defense is going to get some transition buckets. Uh, they had they had good transition points yesterday. They, they went away from that. The Bulls are much more effective when they run. It's, it, you can see it every night. When they push the ball and run, when you get the ball and, and I.O.'s going downhill – Patrick Williams is going downhill. They score in transition. It's when the older guys want to walk the ball up and they want to play half court and they want to just pound the ball. They want to hold the ball. That's where the Bulls really have a hard time, especially in the fourth quarter. I don't know if they're tired in the fourth quarter. I don't know. But it just seems like it's a different team in the fourth quarter with a lead than it is the team who got the lead.
2: A lot of news around the NBA in terms of guys that might be getting bought out of their contracts that could become available. One of the biggest names, of course, is Russell Westbrook, the future Hall of Famer. He's been linked to the Bulls. In what way do you think uh, Westbrook could help the Bulls, Stacey?
3: Tremendously with effort and energy every night. Okay, one thing you can't say about Russell Westbrook is he doesn't play hard. You know, this is a superstar player. You can say he can't shoot. You can say, oh, he's he's a terrible shooter. Okay, I'll give you that. He may not be the best shooter, but I would take him on my team any night because this is one guy you don't ever have to worry about coming ready to play. You don't have, this guy loves to compete. He loves to play. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to inspire other people to play hard because when you see a guy, his superstar, this is a Hall of Famer. No okay. question. This, this is not some fringe player. This is not some guy past his prime. This guy, a few seasons ago, before he went to the Lakers, was a triple-double machine. He goes to the Lakers, and everybody wants to put him as the scapegoat. Well, he's the reason why Los Angeles you know, was bad. It's all Russell Westbrook's fault. Come on, man. I'm not even trying to hear all that. First yeah. of all, LeBron James doesn't want to take any kind of criticism whatsoever the GM LeBron James should be fired because the GM LeBron James was one who set these teams up. He brought all his friends on the roster. He recruited guys to come play with them. And then when it got there, it didn't work out. And he didn't take any responsibility for that, okay? Okay. Russell Westbrook, you you recruited him. You knew what kind of player Russ is. The coaching staff knew what kind of player. The organization knew what kind of player he is. He's a ball-dominant guard. He's a guy that has to have the ball in his hands. He wants to get the ball, rebound the ball at the point guard position and push in transition. He will pass. That's the reason why he gets triple-doubles. But you better run with him. LeBron doesn't want to run in transition. LeBron wants to walk the ball up, shoot a step back, 30 foot three. That's what he wants to do. Uh, The coaching staff should be the blame, you know, for for not knowing how to put Russell in situations where he could succeed. You're telling Russell now, okay, we want you to be a uh, sit in the corner, stand there and shoot threes. That's not his game. Get him going to the basket, set some cross screens, have him dive cut to the basket, throw him balls where he can get the ball on the bounce and attack the rim. Uh, Pick and roll between him and LeBron. Um, when LeBron's out the game, make him the primary ball handler. Make him be the guy. As long as LeBron's there, he'll be the primary ball handler. But you tell him Russ, Russ, if you get the rebound, you push it. LeBron, if he gets the rebound, you got to run. You know, so.
2: Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, we just had a, a quote up there about from uh, Dave McMenamin of ESPN saying that a source told him that the Lakers were happy to get a vampire out of the locker room The source, he was sucking the blood out of the, the life source, of the team. The source is LeBron's people.
3: LeBron. LeBron. LeBron runs the media. Okay, let's just be real, his agent, his agent is, he's got control over big, big people who are talking heads. He's a talking head, okay? And he has a problem with Russell Westbrook from Oklahoma City days, okay? So that was personal. That right there is probably lazy journalistic, you know, stuff. To sit up there and call a guy a future Hall of Famer or a vampire in the locker room, what is he doing? Is he terrorizing the coaching staff? Is he beating up players? Is he when you walk into the locker room you turn the lights on? He's sucking on somebody's neck? I mean, what, I mean, what what is he doing that makes him a vampire? I I don't get that. Okay, so so do you have to walk around the locker room with holy water?
2: Yeah, I guess so. You know, and garlic cross, garlic yeah.
3: garlic on the walls. I mean, that that is a that is that is a terrible statement. To say if you want to say, hey, listen, his numbers have been down. You want to talk about his numbers? You want to talk about his play? That's one thing. But to try to assassinate a kid's character. Yeah and make him seem like he's a cancer in the locker room, you go to every single team that Russell Westbrook's been on before the Lakers, and there's not a player that doesn't have something nice to say about him. I mean, I saw Bradley Beal coming to his defense the other day and basically said, you know, this all this stuff and this like, he's a terrible teammate and all this stuff is completely false. He was one of his best teammates. That was including yeah. John Wall. He's one of his best teammates. So you don't hear that in the locker room. And again, you know, when, when certain people... You know, I don't know who's doing it. I don't know who the people are, but there's certain people that control the media from LeBron's camp. And so, you know, they're going to put it out there. Hey, yeah, you know, he's a vampire. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So then he runs with it. And he's the only one, think about it. He's the only one that you saw uh, and Brian windhorse and Brian windhorse is another guy that is on LeBron's team. Yeah, tape. he's always he's always been on. Always LeBron been on yeah, yeah, you know, and for him to sit up there and say, you know, the guy's a cancer, and you know, he did this, did that, and he's worst teammate. You know, have you ever played? Ryan Windhorse, like seriously I mean come on man. You, you, you know <laughs> oh. come on dude really I, I, I mean people who've never played and you're you're talking about a guy who broke a record that no one ever thought would be broken average a triple double like 3 times I think
2: mm-hmm. 3 times
3: 3 times We never thought we'd ever see that. We thought Oscar Robertson's record was going to be there for eternity because there's only certain people that can make that record. That could have broke that record. That was Magic Johnson. He couldn't do it. That was uh, Larry Bird. He couldn't do it. Then you got LeBron James. You got uh, Rondo, who Rondo could have done it if he really focused on it. But you really have to really lock in to do that kind of record to do it three times. And a future Hall of Famer, he he deserves more respect than he got.
2: Hey, our special guest, Casey Johnson, is in the Sriracha waiting room. So we're going to bring him in, of course. And before we do that, I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, our good friend, Jeff Vukovich. When it comes to insurance for your auto, home, and business, make sure you contact the king of insurance, our guy, nationwide agent Jeff Vukovich. You can reach him at jeffvuk.com. That's Jeff V U K.com. He also has the best jingle in the NBA, doesn't he, Stacey? Nationwide
3: is on your side
2: Oh man, you get the full treatment on Super Bowl Sunday Casey Johnson is next. I don't know how he's going to follow that, but we'll try here on Give Me the Hot Sauce. Ah, uh, the music is back, and you know what that means—it's time to bring in our special guest, the one and only Casey Johnson, the Bulls Insider from NBCSportsChicago.com. Stacy, thanks for joining us on a Super Bowl Sunday. Most people will hear this on Monday or Tuesday, so you know they'll, they'll catch up on what's going on. Uh, we'll, we'll pretend that the game has already been played. What's going on? Stacey? Oh,
3: oh, sorry, Mark.
2: You said, "Hey, Stacy,
3: thanks for joining us." That? yes. Well, did, Stacey,
2: you, did, did you hear it? Yeah. No, Stacey sounds like KC. Yeah,
3: Nobody close. knows <laughs> I'll dry our Hey, it is, it is
2: Super Bowl Sunday, you know. KC <laughs> Johnson,
5: how are you? I know you did was, Were you
2: uh, on any part of that road trip?
5: I was on everything but Memphis, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Man, yeah, that was uh, rough stuff, man. Stacey just gave his review
2: about the, the fourth quarter failures. What's uh, What's your theory on why the Bulls can't finish games this season?
5: Um, I think it's a combination of, um, veterans that take it upon themselves to try to do too much rather than trusting the system. And also just veterans that are kind of, um, not setting the tone from the start. So when it gets down to the end you know, they kind of just are like, here we go again. And they just kind of give into it. And they, they just are not handling adversity well. They haven't from the second half of last season onward. And I don't know. I mean, I didn't have Stacey in my year last night in Cleveland, but I found out from Twitter that he was giving it to him pretty good. And he should have <laughs> because – that was uh, – there are there are a few losses that offend my basketball sensibilities, and that one offended my basketball <laughs> sensibilities. <laughs>
3: I agree with you. I mean, I was – I mean, listen, you have a big league going into the fourth quarter three games in a row, okay, and not being able to understand, you know, what got you the lead. It was good ball movement. Everybody was touching the ball. They had 20, 26 assists going into that. The ball was moving. And normally when the Bulls have 25-plus assists, they normally win. And to see that game last night, 27 assists, um, it was very frustrating because it it got to the fourth quarter, Casey, and it was like, well, I'm going to do my stuff now. I'm going to get mine off, and I'm going to I'm gonna go one-on-one. And they refuse, and I've been saying this all year long, they refuse to play through Vooch when they have hard time scoring. You know, it's that they go away from Vooch. He didn't even touch the ball hardly in the fourth quarter, and when he does, he takes threes.
5: I'm sure you covered this before you brought me on with me, the most disappointing or discouraging aspect of it was, I mean, that you know, was set so set up for a schedule win. And not only did Cleveland uh, play harder in the fourth quarter, they were completely the aggressor in the fourth quarter. Yeah. The bulls were on their heels and that's a team that got to their, got home at five in the morning, five in the morning. And, and the bulls were already in Cleveland. So I, that that one, like I said, that one offended my basketball sensibilities. It was it was just unbelievable to watch.
2: Casey, what did you make of uh, Arturus's comments after the trade deadline? It sounded to me like he was almost angry that they weren't able to get anything done, that none of the trades materialized. I don't know if it was a, a luxury tax issue that prevented them from being able to make a deal, but it almost was like, okay, I didn't do it now, but give me 28 games and we're going to do some stuff in the summer. You know, he really was kind of laying the groundwork for, I know this isn't working, we couldn't get it done today, but damn it, we're going to get it done this summer. Is that kind of the take you had from it? Completely, Mark, and that's what
5: I wrote in my column at NBCSportsChicago.com. And I look, I understand fans' <laughs> anger. I get it, and it was a layup, um, yeah, you know, to take it to take shots at them and be angry and put vitriol on Twitter. I understand all that, but um, my 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 response to that is, you don't know what deals were out there. So you want them to make a bad trade just to appease an angry fan base? I mean, people say just do something. Well, what if they're all bad deals? And and making those deals, you would have put the Bulls in a worse situation. So what I completely heard is what you heard. This is a guy that understands this roster is not working. And uh, changes are coming this offseason. And my eyes are on uh, – I could be wrong. This is complete speculation. But my eyes are on the two – uh, big guys in DeRozan and, and Levine because yeah. they'll bring you bring you the most back. And it certainly sounds like they not only do they want to re sign Vucevic, but to me you almost have to given how much you paid for the to get him. Letting him walk for nothing would be catastrophic for this franchise. So my eyes are going to be on Demar and, and Zach.
3: Well, Casey, okay, I, I know like Bulls fans because I'm on Twitter and I'm on social media. So I, I know the ire like, why did they do something? Why did they do something? I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is not NBA 2K. OK, you just right. can't be making deals. And if it's not a deal that knocks your socks off where you have to give up more than what you're going to get back and then you're going to get, you know, like I don't want to say trash back, but you get something that's not going to help you. Uh, when you got twenty, what twenty six games left? Yeah. Like, is, is it is is the person you bring to the Bulls? Are they going to make you go twenty six and zero? Because if not, then you don't really need to make a trade. And I I see how Arturis is. Arturis is competitive. Like he really he really wants to win. You know, and by the moves that he made when he first got here, showed you that. And I know it's easy for people to go, well, you know, we gave up Larry. He's an all-star. Well, he wasn't an all-star when he was here. He was struggling when he was here. The confidence was down. He wasn't the same player. Uh, Wendell Carter wasn't the player he is now in, you know, in Orlando. You know, these were still young players developing. I see them doing the same thing they did with uh, Alonzo Ball uh, when we got him. They, they pushed to try to get him in the trade deadline, didn't get him. They revisited in the summertime to find a way to get them. I, I feel that's the, 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 the track that they're heading to, uh, whether they go back and revisit what we thought was with the Knicks, because you, you kept hearing the Knicks was involved and they had all these players. And um, if they go back to the Knicks, but I, I think they're going to, they're going to, they're going to do something in the summertime by bringing something quality back. That's
5: a great point. Steve. See that I hadn't thought about with the Lonzo ball situation. Cause you're absolutely right. They were, it really seriously in on him at, at that trade deadline where they acquired Vucevic and and didn't get him and then moved right to strike on him that summer in that signing trade transaction. So again, we're not privy to all the talks. Um, I don't think those Knicks talks uh, I was told they did not happen this week, that they were pretty cursory and they happened some time back. But that's certainly a team that has been looking for a star after losing out of the Donovan Mitchell uh, sweepstakes. And You know, maybe they come this summer with a package for DeMar or Zach. And, you know, that's to me what is the next step, because I think you need a reset on this franchise. Whether or not you think the big three is a failure or what have you, I do think there's a ceiling to this big three. I think that's been pretty proven to this point, uh, particularly when you don't have Lonzo Ball in there to to make it all go. So um, it's going to be a busy summer for sure for the Bulls.
2: Yeah, one of your uh, your colleagues over at SNY in New York had a long piece about the trade deadline talks pertaining to the Knicks. And he said, yes, those talks were earlier, you know, before the deadline. But he did reference the fact that guys like Fournier, Derek Rose, one of their young rotation players and multiple draft picks were discussed in a possible Levine package. That's a pretty good return. But now the going rates on not even all stars, but guys who are just decent NBA players. I mean, Rudy Gobert brought what three players and four first round draft picks. The Bulls could reset this pretty quickly if they make the right deal for one of their stars.
5: Yeah, I, I did not hear that package. I know I, I know Ian Bagley is a very good reporter. I know he reported that I did not hear that specific specific package. I personally think that's a lot to give up for Zach Levine. Um, but uh, you know, you're right. I mean, that's kind of the going rate for for uh all-stars in, in today's NBA is you know, multiple first round picks and 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 talent. Um, you know, that that package also would would change probably this summer. I mean, Derek's situation right. is up in the air with the I believe that's a team option uh for team next option, season. yeah yeah um and then 48 uh, has one more year plus a team option um but you know again I, I do think the Bulls are going to be active this summer um you know this is basically three straight transactional cycles that Arturus has sat out uh, other than adding you know Drummond and, and Drogic and free agency last year um because he made so much change at the start so he wanted to see it come together it has not come together and now I fully expect him to do something to try to address that this summer well his
3: big thing was continuity you know getting getting this group to play a lot of games together before you like judge them but it hasn't worked out I mean for whatever reason um you know they, they without Lonzo Ball And having a true point guard, this is the reason I believe this team has struggled because Lonzo has the ability to get Zach easier shots, much more efficient shots. Uh, DeMar gets easier shots. Vuce gets easier shots. He just controls the tempo of the game. They run a lot more when he's at the point guard position. They have missed that this year. You know, they don't get out in transition. The young kids want to run. The young players want to run. The older players want to walk the ball up the floor and this us go half court and just pound it. Uh, I think that's been a problem. Where, where, do, you, where what do you What do you think about Billy Donovan? I mean, you know, I like Billy as a coach. You know, I like him as a coach. I think there's some things that I would like to see him hold players a little bit more accountable when guys don't come out ready to play. You know, because I played, you know, listen, I'm not some guy just talking about basketball. I played the game. And even Phil Jackson, as great as he was as a coach and as great as, you know, we the team that we had that I played on, if guys weren't ready to play, he set you down. Like, come sit down. Let's think about it a little bit. Get your mind on the game and come out ready to play. Uh, I'd like to see Billy do that a little bit more with some of these guys. Hold them accountable. You know, he did it with Zach early. And then everybody gave him, you know, everybody, you know, oh, I can't believe he did that. He did the right thing.
5: Don't you agree? Well, it's funny because I that's a I I sounds like a waffling. I've got multiple theories on that, but I've got a lot going in my my head right now. What I would say is I don't agree with that move, but then what I don't agree with even more is because I I think stars have the I I think stars have earned the right to play through a bad game. Now, I understood Billy said it went past Zach's bad shooting and just to not playing to the standard at both ends that, that he wants, but my problem with it was. He did it, and then it kind of backfired on him because Zach was so mad that it certainly seemed like Billy acquiesced kind of almost the other way. And look, that's Billy's M.O. Is he's always been a players coach. He's always going to err on the side of the players. What I was going to say initially when you are asking my opinion about Billy Donovan, the first thing I would say, and everyone here knows this very well, a coach is only as good as his, as the roster he's given right and i just think this roster um has some issues i mean we've been pointing them out ad nauseum the lack of shooting um in today's nba it's just really 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 hard to win but this team also doesn't get to the line very much so you're basically expecting this team to score you know a perfect game almost uh you know with you know two point shots and stuff like that so um that's where i would start with billy I do think that, um, you know, his M.O. has always been to, to appease the players and, and kind of cede to the stars, right? That's what he's done in Oklahoma City. That's what he's doing here. That's just his style. Um, I do think he's made some nice adjustments this year. His, You know, I thought his attempt to try to diversify the offense and not have it be so isolation-based was a good thing. Defensively, they have played pretty well all season, at least statistically – They've had some lapses where they've given up too many second chance points, obviously. And then when you turn the ball over, you just are giving teams free points. Um but yeah, I mean, I think Billy's, I mean, Billy's gonna be in the Hall of Fame one day. He's got an incredible track record from college. He's a very solid pro coach. Is he elite? Um, I don't know. I think he'd be he'd be right on that cusp of, you know, that first tier of elite coaches, and then probably the very good coaches from my, from my perspective.
2: Okay, so you had a chance to have an extended conversation with Zach uh, in, in Cleveland. Uh, you can find that at uh, NBC Chicago, NB It was a really good interview that you had. But, you know, one of the things, Zach, you never can tell when you read something in print what the body language was like. It sounded like he was very defensive during the conversation. Like, yeah, yeah, people say that I'm different because of the Max contract and, and my relationship with Billy, but it, it, he said all the right things. It looked good in print, but I, I just get this feeling that behind the scenes he was like, and tell people to get off my back because I'm really tired of all this crap. I mean, what was what was your read of it in terms of, the, you know, the words were fine, but the tone of it seemed kind of like, I'm getting way too much criticism and I don't deserve it.
5: I think that's a very fair read. And that was certainly kind of the tenor of the conversation. And look, you're right, tone is not translate past the written word it would have been better on on camera but i always feel like players are a little bit more open and, and transparent and honest when there's not a camera out. and look two things about this i feel like i have a good working professional relationship with zach number one number two all credit goes to zach because i asked him some pretty direct loaded questions and he could have either shut me down or you know he could have taken them to a different place and i thought he was incredibly open and honest and transparent and I want to say, I mean, this sounds like I'm appeasing the players, but I do really want to say this because I've been doing this a long time like you guys have. I think the Bulls, we're very lucky from a media perspective. We have very low-maintenance stars. DeMar Rosen has never said no to any interview request in his time here. Billy Donovan is always available. Um, win, lose, whatever. These guys, This I, I have colleagues from all over the country that tell me, man, I can't believe the access you get. So we're very fortunate in that regard. Answer the and question, and damn it. Answer dumb. the question, KC. <laughs> Come on, you're stalling.
2: He can't handle the truth. Is, is, is Zach pissed?
5: <laughs> well, I mean, I was getting back to that. But I said you read the tenor of the conversation. I, piss might be too strong of a word, but to me, the most telling aspect was when he talked about, when I was asking about his role. And he started going off and saying, you know, well, you we know, we all asked to do things that are better for to try to better the team. And I said, that doesn't really answer the question. And he <laughs> right. goes, well, that's the answer I'm giving you, you know? So um, it's clear. And I've been reporting this all season. It's, he's had issues at times with how he's being utilized. Uh, he is in catch and shoot situations a lot, which <sighs> he likes. But he also, he likes getting downhill. He likes attacking the rim. He likes being the primary guy. So – uh, there's, a, there's a balance there, obviously, to find. Let's talk playoffs. Let's, let's
3: be realistic here, okay? Because <laughs> I, I you're know, we you a trusted opinion, Casey, because you know the game. All right, so what are our chances? What are our chances of making the playoffs? Because I'm looking, I'm looking at this. You, don't shake your head. I'm not even finished answering the damn question. <laughs> don't shake your head right now, Casey. Okay, realistically, looking at the standings right now as we sit, we are currently 10th, okay, currently 10th. We are, <laughs> we were, oh, geez, we're two games out of eight spot, right? Two games out of eight spot, and we're four games out of, no, five games. Five games out of the six spot what are our chances Casey give me give me some hope here because I'm trying to be the only one that believes in this team come on give me some, come on jump on the bandwagon with me Casey come on I need somebody I'm by myself sailing out there in the empty ocean bro come on
5: you're hey I, I got no life preserver for you oh, it's Titanic,
3: baby. I hit I'm going down oh Jack May, uh, Oh, Jack! hey hey
5: that six ship that six seed is sailed. It's five games? Come on, man. Just yeah. watch this team all season, Stacey. And and, and the other thing is t- tell me where they are in relation to the thirteenth place team. They're closer to thirteen than they are to six. You got okay, that, okay. Stacey.
3: Hey, you know what? Shut up, Mark. Okay. You know what, Casey, that hurt right there, Casey. That that hurt. Let me, let me, let me turn Kobe around. Kobe, yeah. I need some Mamba mentality. Kobe. So Kobe believes in me. Let's go.
5: What I what I would always say is like define playoffs. You know, we counted a playoff game because no, nah,
2: that, do that, that don't count. Playoffs <laughs> don't count.
5: I do think they're going to make a play in game. I do not think they're going to then ultimately come out of that play in tournament to be the eighth or seventh seed. I do not see that.
2: Hey, before we let you enjoy the rest of your day, we got to ask you the question that Bulls fans are burning up Twitter about the always uh, controversial Russell Westbrook. He is now. Well, he's not yet uh, bought out of his contract with the Utah Jazz, but everyone expects that to be a formality. He has a relationship with Billy Donovan and some of the other assistant coaches from his days at Oklahoma City. He's a guy that can push the pace, who's going to play hard for every minute he's on the court, but he does not shoot the three ball at all. Who what's, cares? What's your take on the possibility of the Bulls adding Russell Westbrook, and do you think they will push hard to sign him. Get him.
5: Do you think they're going to be in that uh bidding situation if uh he does agree to a buyout with Utah Jazz, which I'm told is not a foregone conclusion? And you know, this has been reported by many people, including myself. I still think the Clippers have a very good chance as well. If he were to come here, I'm with Team Stacy on this one. See Stacy, I'm with Yeah, throw you a bone here, way to man. go. I mean, it's like who cares? I mean, exactly. What, it's not, this team's not going to win a championship. It's 25 games. Put a guy out there that plays hard every minute he's on the court. I know he's got faults. I know yes. he's a flawed player right now. He's going to play hard. Yes. And I think, you know, throw it out there and see what happens. That's that's my take on it.
2: He could even start, couldn't he? On this yeah, team? he could. Oh, and, what?
5: Yeah, he could start.
3: Yeah, yeah. Don't even question that. He'd probably be their, he argue might be their best player in <laughs> you know, the last now. 25 games. <laughs> Come <Seriously>. on now. <laughs> hey, listen, Casey, This listen, I, I think it's been a character assassination. I made this very clear about Russell Westbrook. It's been a character assassination of this kid's character. The kid is going to be a future Hall of Famer. He's done things in this league that no one ever thought could be done. And he goes to L.A., you know, handpicked by LeBron, GM LeBron, because GM the the, the GM LeBron sucks. He should be fired. <laughs> he should have been fired a long time ago. Okay, but the player LeBron is a great player, but the GM LeBron is terrible. And he brought all these guys out here. They made Russell Westbrook the scapegoat. Oh, he's you know he shot the ball bad. That, uh, what's going to happen when D'Angelo Russell and all these other guys don't play up to the the standards? Whose fault will it be then? When when will the when will the arrow point towards LeBron? Like maybe it's LeBron. You know, maybe it's not just these guys. Maybe people just can't play with LeBron.
5: The other thing I would say is um, I, I agree with you, Stacy, on the character assassination because I, I don't – he's a flawed player now. There's no question about it. But let me just say this. Everyone that I've talked to that has played with that dude says he is an incredible yep. teammate, all, always has your back, always plays hard, all about the team. And Billy said that as well. I mean, we've Billy's just talked about him in conversation multiple times at this time here with the Bulls. And always raves about his professionalism, his readiness to play, his intensity, his motor, his team-first attitude. So, I mean, Bulls are – newsflash, Bulls aren't winning the championship this year. So yes. why not Why not add a guy and just see what happens? Just see what happens. Bring so, some
3: excitement, right. some fun, some energy. And what he will bring – I keep telling people this. What he will bring, he will bring energy and desire every night and force everyone to play hard. Because I believe he'll question you if you're not playing hard. I believe he'll say, he will say, hey, man, you got to, you know, you got to play hard. You got to get, I I believe he will say that. and, And people will listen to him because of who he is. It's a great pickup. You got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. See, you, there you go. So you got on the Titanic, baby. It's me and you, Rose and Jack, baby. We're going down together, Casey. I'm not doing it by myself, baby. I don't want to go by myself. So come on with me.
2: It almost sounded like Billy was recruiting him in some of his postgame comments in Cleveland, where he's talking about we need another shot creator, another guy who can initiate offense. So it's not all on Zach and, and DeMar. It almost sounded like, Russell, come on down sure you know obviously it's it's the organization's
5: responsibility to be in touch with with their camp and see this situation and start making those law lo- you know lobbying calls and things like that so um they're they're, they're going to be involved in the situation where it goes i i can't say but they're going to be involved in the situation
3: the side of the money leaving on the table too casey for like 47 mil to be bought yeah, out
5: that, that that's why i mean that's why this is not a done deal there's a, not only can <laughs> yeah. he take a buyout he could also just go home be yeah. a member of the Utah Jazz and collect paychecks. I mean, yeah, it's, right. It's been done it's before. Said, yeah, yeah. There's there's several steps this needs to go through, uh, but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting if it happens.
2: You can take the Tim Thomas route. Wait a a minute, name from up. the past. Hold up. We didn't Tim didn't get to answer the question. Man, are you, What's that? Are you no, drinking? no, Tim Thomas I was talking about.
3: No, no, he needs to ask a question. We didn't, well, his
2: shirt is all messed up. Can he ask <laughs> yeah, a question? See, we always <laughs> let him ask a
3: question to the guests. See, Mark, something's going on with Mark over here. You know, he called you Stacy. You know, so go ahead. Go ahead, Tim. Ask your question. No, your buddy. I, go ahead. I, go ahead. I,
4: I scared Casey the last time, bringing up an old memory.
3: No,
5: break it up! Well, man. go ahead. Yeah.
4: <laughs> remember that case? That was
5: fantastic. I remember. Yeah, I remember it was fantastic. I was waiting for another one of on that same. See, Id-
4: well, I couldn't find any other women that you hugged inappropriately. So, wow, wow. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Wow. There you go. Oh, wow. so Mary come on. That's now. how rumors you start.
5: Me, inappropriate. See? Yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah, see, see how I did that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, went are try to break up a happy home. Wow, Jeez. the man's married.
3: Wow. That's why we don't let you ask questions. There's yeah. a reason why Mark passed on you today.
4: That's why you tore patch off me yeah
3: oh he's a little upset today look at this jacket right here I don't know if you can see this jacket this jacket, a $400, got it, got jacket. It, a $400 jacket from where'd you get it Lauren Taylor stick
2: on you Bulls logo Saks
3: Saks Fifth Avenue right and he he gets his cheap patch that should be sewn on It's glued on by fake Elmer's glue and I and it was hanging off right so I said oh is that is that coming off so I ripped it off and he's and I, mad at me now he's mad I'm his best friend for thirty years he's mad at me because I pulled this cheap patch bull patch off and and get your money back man he's never Just,
4: gotten me any bull stuff I listen
3: mean. listen thirty years of abuse that's all I'm gonna say we've been friends for thirty years and it's been abusive <laughs> and on his part. So you know you know when you're in trouble Casey and they say blink three times? Yeah. yeah. That means call the police. That's why I'm always I'm in trouble. King. I'm always blinking Casey. It's not cuz I got something in my eye. I'm trying to send a message to the viewers. I'm in trouble. Come on, I love you, man. You got you oh got a question, boy. Whispers? No. 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 He's he's got <laughs> he, uh, if, you he or, if you did an x-ray of if you did an x-ray of Whispers <laughs> brain right there, it'd be like
2: birds flying around. <laughs> like the
4: three stooges, you know, the little birds There's flying couple, around case. a cage. couple of crayons up there.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Hey, I, I got one more for you. Go ahead, Casey. What do you got? No, did uh, Patrick Williams get benched uh, the other day in the third quarter for not playing hard?
5: Uh, No. I mean, kind of. I mean, you know, we asked. I mean, he said he was healthy. He said he didn't like how the group was operating. Yeah. He wanted to get Alex and Kobe in. Why he didn't go back to him? He said it's because the group was playing well in that third quarter, which they were in Brooklyn. Uh, And then the fourth, you know, Patrick doesn't play in a lot of fourth quarters. So, um You know, I don't want to downplay the question, Mark, but I will say as far as like beat stories now, so much significance is like dropping on these stories because it's like when you're covering such an underwhelming team, you know what I mean? You're just looking for... Big stuff. You know, it's like the minutiae stuff kind of fades by the wayside right now. You know, yeah, but I
2: mean? it, but and, P. Will's future is crucial to this team.
5: This is true. And I was just, yeah, I was just going to say that. that, that I, I'm not trying to downplay that, that his future is important. So that is an important storyline. But just in terms of like one game, yeah, I mean, no. if it happened multiple games, then it's more of a trend and then we dive into more. But I guess what I'm I'm lightheartedly kind of saying is we're we're kind of checked out too. (laughs) Oh no! Don't tell me you're going one two
3: three Cancun. Oh Casey, don't tell me you're falling for that. Come on, man. No, tell me. All right, here's one more question. We're gonna let you go so you can watch Super Bowl. Okay. So uh, the Bulls right now are sitting at 26 wins. I I was completely off base this year. I said 50 based off last year. I I was going home run. Okay, go big or go home. Obviously, I'm at home. So. Where do you see their record at the end of this season? They're 26 right now, not counting playoffs, play in at the end
5: of the regular season. Where do you see their record? It's funny because I picked them for 44 wins, and and to both of our defense and whatever predictions. I mean, everyone thought Lon's ball was me playing at some point this season, right? So yeah. that, that that would have added an element to it. But I, I was not as optimistic. I had them at 44 wins. I was just talking about this with somebody else. I'm not a I'm not a gambler, but I did know that Vegas set their over under at 38 victories, and everybody was just apoplectic at the start of the season. Like, what? They're going to be right on, man. It's incredible what those people do, man. I, I mean, yeah. I think that's what they're going to be around 38 wins, you know. So, hey,
2: if they don't good. if they don't get Westbrook, any chance they try to bring Derrick Rose home? No, no. Nope. I mean,
5: Derek, I think Derrick's staying in New York, isn't he?
2: Well, there was some talk that they could buy him out. He's got a team option, as you mentioned, for next year.
5: Yeah, the last I heard, because I did check on that, the last I heard, he was staying in New York. But I don't. uh, All this stuff is fluid. All this stuff is fluid. I do think, I do think, they're going to bring in some guard. um, And everyone thinks Tony Bradley automatically is going to get waived. I'd keep an eye on Goran Dragic because um, if if they bring in a guard to run the point, he might want to go somewhere else, right? And also. And also, he's not played very well or very much of late. So that's another where place I have my eyeballs.
3: Wait a minute. Uh, Wait a minute. Before we – speaking of of, uh, Gorin, I'm a big believer. This is me. No one's – you know, I watch the game every night. I think he's a better starter than coming off the bench on this particular team. And the reason why I say that, Casey, is because if you're only going to play him 18, 20 minutes a night anyway, put him in the starting lineup – First and third quarters where this team kind of struggles with, you know, getting good shots Uh, coming out in that third quarter, first five minutes, they come out a little lackadaisical, get a guy that can actually run a pick and roll, take some pressure off of Zach and DeMar having to handle the ball all the time. He's very good at, you know, finding the open spots and then being able to move and be a threat at the three point line because he can shoot the ball. He hasn't shot the ball well the last few games, but then that's because it's up and down minutes. But I, I just think he's better at starting than coming off the bench. That's the one thing I would wish they would do is just try to see if that would work and give this team a boost. Put him in the Keith
5: Bogans role, right? Huh? Put him in the Keith Bogans role, right? Yeah. Like that's exactly what Bogans did. All he did was play eight minutes to start the first, eight minutes to start the first. And he was done. Yes. But, Tibs did that all season, and it worked. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah. That's three out of four times we've agreed, Stacy. So. See, there you go. We're on, we're on the Titanic,
3: baby. <laughs> I see an iceberg, baby. I'm trying to avoid it, Casey. But if we go down together, baby, you be Rose, I'll be Jack, baby.
5: <laughs> but uh, no, I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing that. It's not going to happen now, but I wouldn't no. mind seeing that try. I just got to say this: like, I, it sounds like I'm being critical of The Sumu. He should not be a starting point guard, and he's been put in that situation too much his first few years in the league. I think he'd be better off, and the team would be better off if he was in a different role.
3: Yeah, I agree with that because he wants to play fast. He wants to get downhill, and I think you know when you look at you know him out here with the older players, both him and Patrick defer all the time. Like I will yep. get the ball as the point guard. He's supposed to bring the he'll hand the ball to one of the two other guys instead of bringing the ball initiate the offense. The last two games before the Brooklyn game, uh, when we were at home. Against Charlotte, where he was getting downhill, he was getting to the bucket. I mean, he had put a couple of games together after not being on the rookie, uh, the sophomore game. He came out and played two games back to back, where he's almost like, "I'm going to show you." And he played yeah. really well. And then he's gone back to deferring, and which I thought he was going to turn the corner.
5: Yeah, it's been a it's been a year of promise at times from Patrick Williams, but also. Some uh, some worrying signs. So, um, man, it's just been a weird season all around for sure. But
3: I'm glad to share with you, Casey. It's been a, it's been a remarkable ride. <laughs> you know, you're the one of the best in the business. When I see Casey on the road, it just brings a smile to our me
5: and Adam's face. I'm always working. You guys know that. I always have my head down. Oh yeah, he's
3: always working, then. man. He's the hardest working man. I, I thought I thought Adam was the hardest working man, but you know, Casey's the hardest working man. Man, he's got a tough job. Because I heard some of the questions when you asked Arturis. I was listening to, uh, I had the headset on. I was listening. I was like, man, KC is grilling him. What?
5: (laughs) (laughs) KC, woo, boy, way to go. Hey, the Orlando Magic just waved uh, Patrick Beverly. So there's another name that you could.
2: Yeah, no. no, Chicago Marshall High School. Pass,
3: pass. You you pass on that one? I'm passing on that right now. I'm passing on that. Because I I like Patrick Beverly as far as like the, the fiery guy. You know, I like that part of it. But what is he bringing to this team that, you know, that's going to help this team? I'd rather take a look at Russell Westbrook. I'd rather take a look at Reggie Jackson if that's if that was available. Um, you know, guys that can actually come in and, and really contribute and, and give you something that you need.
5: Yeah, Reggie's going to Denver, isn't
2: he? Yeah, that's yeah. what they're saying. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah look yeah. at all these guys, so,
5: man. Jeez. Yeah. The yeah. buyout market is not good.
3: as good as you think.
5: No, it's going to be incredible playoffs. I can't wait for yeah. the playoffs. Oh, the, the playoffs are going to be, be, be nice. I yeah, I, I'm,
3: yeah. I, I still don't. I think what, what Phoenix has done, we didn't get to talk to you about that. Phoenix Phoenix really helped themselves, but I still don't see anybody beating Denver, man. I, I just don't, man. Denver is, ooh, now you got uh, you got Murray playing better now. He looks healthy. He's moving a lot better. Shots falling. Um, Aaron Gordon has been playing huge for him all season. And then, you know, uh, the Joker. I mean, he's going to probably win the MVP again three times in a row
5: stuff, incredible stuff.
2: Yeah, we didn't we didn't get to the other trades around the league. Obviously, the Kevin Durant thing is huge, and uh, Kyrie Irving going to Dallas. What what other team do you think you know maybe a little bit down below in terms of big impact trades help themselves the most? Milwaukee gets Jay Crowder. The Lakers really improved their depth. What, what's That's t- where I went? The Lakers. Yeah. I
5: was stunned. I I I I've been critical of some moves Rob has made, obviously, and obviously he's probably making them because of LeBron's presence and pressure. But I thought Rob Polinka had a fantastic trade deadline. I yeah. thought some of those moves they made were fantastic and certainly improved the team for the for the short term. So I thought they had a very quietly good trade deadline.
2: It wouldn't shock me if the Lakers make the second round of the playoffs, if they, they get the right be- matchup in the, in the yeah. opening round. Not, they got not one,
3: of, they got not one of the best players in the game. It's not, uh, not yeah. it's not happening. It's not It's not happening. Just stop. <laughs> Just stop right there. Who are they going to be in the first round? Because they're most likely going to be a low seed so who they, who, what, what top team are they going to beat? Memphis. They're not, not going to beat Memphis. Hell no. Memphis is so overrated. Okay. Listen, listen, Mark, <laughs> Mark, Mark, I don't, Mark, what are you drinking today, man? Seriously? Like I need to know what you've been drinking. hot sauce. I don't know what you've been drinking. <laughs> hey, they, they are not beating a top team. I'm sorry. I don't care what their roster looks like. I don't care. Cause they, you know, you're not beating Denver if they're the number one seed and not who, beating Phoenix, you're
2: not beating Phoenix if they're no. the number two seed. So who else scares in the West? Dallas. Oh, I, I listen. Golden State. Hey. Oh, speaking
3: of Golden State, Golden State is lying in the weeds. Watch what nah. I tell you.
2: No. No. Nah. Watch what
3: I tell you. Watch what I tell you. Case we're gonna have you back on the show when <laughs> when 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 Golden State comes up and they're playing for the Western Conference Finals and you're going. Stacy told me that and I didn't believe him. So remember I told you this. They're lying in the weeds. But it all depends on health though. If Steph Curry's not healthy, then they're they're not gonna make it. But if he's healthy, woo. Surprise.
5: You can only uh, have you back on the show and play that clip if the, the Bulls finish in sixth place. <laughs>
3: hey, you know what? You know, listen, I, I bet Nick Ferdell last year that the, the Bulls would have a better record than uh, than New York. And I said, and we bet a dinner, you know, a nice dinner. And he still hasn't paid me. He keeps decking me. Every time I call him, he uh, sends me the voicemail. Every time I see him in Brooklyn, he runs to the other end of the arena where you know I'm not going to chase him. So I, I've got some goons looking for, for Nick Ferdell now because he's easy to find now since there's no Kyrie and there's no Kevin Durant. So he'll, you know, I'll be a, he'll be I'll moving again. will yeah, okay. yeah. be in Phoenix. He'll be in yeah.
5: Phoenix. <laughs> we gotta find Nick a new beat, right? right. Yeah, he'll be in yeah. Phoenix. He'll be in
3: Phoenix. That's my dude. But Nick, I know you listen to the show. I know your mom listens to the show. Miss Fredell, can you please have your son pay off his debt? It's going on two years now. I, I can only go to the mother. I can to go to the mother. She listens to the show. She's a big fan of, of me and Adams, and she's a great lady. So, Miss Fredell, who's in Orlando, please find your son and let him know that he owes me a steak dinner here yeah. in Chicago.
2: And Nick's on a month-to-month lease because ESPN will send him wherever <laughs> the good team is. Casey, we're gonna let you go. We thank you so much for your patience and uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, Stacy, will, will will get you some hot sauce. Did you get your hot original sauce?
5: hot sauce? What's that?
2: Did we give you a hot sauce last time you came
3: on? No. No. Can. Okay. so you we'll know pack what? it up and hand deliver you know, it. We got We got to get it. We're gonna. You, you gonna be at the game on Monday? Yeah, of course. Okay, good. All right, I'm gonna give you your hot sauce at the game on Monday.
2: There you go. Let's, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> give who me the hot got, sauce. Who, who, who,
5: who do you guys got in the Super Bowl?
3: Eagles, baby, fly, Eagles,
2: fly. Yeah, hey, I actually agree with Stacey on something today. I freaking got the great. Eagles too. You know, oh, no, no, yeah. now we're going to lose. <laughs> now we're going to freaking lose. Jesus, man. Go to the opposite team, Mark. Casey, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. The great Casey Johnson joining us on Gimme the Hot Sauce. Our thanks to Casey Johnson, who likes to be called Stacy every now and again. So uh, we just wanted to make it feel comfortable here on Gimme the Hot Sauce. Everybody wants to be called Stacy. It's a wonderful name. <laughs> wonderful name, Mark. I'm glad you brought that up. Hey, you know Christopher Walken is a versatile actor. I just finished the series uh, *Severance* on Apple TV, and he plays a, a gay man in a weird uh, factory. He's the right guy to pull it off. <laughs> he can play any role. That's he, right. He can also pedal some hot sauce. Chris, what do you got for us?
4: Yeah, and my buddy here, if you're looking at the table, we got some hot sauce with Conor McGregor. He says it's fucking good. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We just lost another sponsor. Um, Kobe says, What up with
2: that?
4: (laughs) Yeah, we got uh, Tyson here. Nice. Should we do that too?
2: Where's Tyson? Dressing up the studio.
4: Yeah, that hot sauce is delicious.
2: Oh, no, here we go again. Oh that's yeah. That, oh, that's creepy. Seriously. <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna have a nightmare with all these
3: freaking heads here. This is it was okay with Snoop Doggy Dog, but we got too many in here now, man. This is we got Kobe Bean over here. We some got Some people
2: collect bobbleheads, Whispers collect heads. Hey, there's some more on the way.
3: Yeah. Look, there's there's Kobe right there. This is Kobe. This is this is, is kind of creepy.
2: Hey, where's my head? <laughs> You must have watched that Jeffrey Dahmer series. I think that's what got into yeah, it. Oh, I did yeah, like that this series. Is
3: creepy, <laughs> this is kind of creepy, man. This <laughs> is kind of creepy. Too many heads in here right Heads now. in the freezer. We already yeah, checked the freezer. This is, yeah, this is what it looks like. Somebody's <laughs> heads in the freezer. It's like Ted Williams, baby, in cryogenics. This is, uh, they, Where's they, the they crank? Froze, they froze, they froze, head. They, they froze uh, Ted Williams, his head. Ted Williams' head yeah. fell off. Oh, man. Come
2: on, man. Damn. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. All right, Chris. Go ahead, Chris.
4: All right. Super Bowl Sunday, so you should be spicing up your wings with some hot sauce. We got all the sauces for your kitchen needs. The hot eighteen seventy one.
3: Okay, that was unnecessary. That was just just nasty. Well, okay, we don't need to hear that. Just read the damn read. Okay. Hey,
4: I just got credit for being a weirdo. No, so. that
3: day, that was creepy right there. That's like a guy looking in the window while you're taking a shower. Just stop doing that, man. Stop.
2: <laughs> We're weaving man code violations. Yeah. And we got a, everything going. Yeah, every that was segment. a major man code violation.
4: <laughs> Use code King Twenty One.
2: <laughs> what? He's not even sure what impression yeah, he's got, doing now. I'm going back and forth. Here <laughs> to
4: get he's lost off. right now. Iron lost. Mike meets Christopher Walken. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, Frankenstein's God. Bride. What yeah. else you got? Yeah. So just go to give me the sauce.com. <laughs> yeah, that's a good.
2: That's a good advice. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So a lot of folks out in TV land are Clarice. enjoying Super Bowl parties and uh, enjoying some of Stacy's uh, signature hot sauce. Goes good with just about anything.
3: Oh, out. Odd, yeah, is it? I'm well, sure I'm that's going to be
2: a staple at Super Bowl parties throughout <laughs> the let Chicago me tell area. You, let
3: me tell you, America, America! If you haven't bought my hot sauce, you're missing out. It's I put it on everything. I, I mean. <laughs> oh, okay. No. That was creepy too. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that no, no, there might be some people I think that's sexy. Okay, you know when they see a tongue, because there's some people like tongue. They see yeah, a tongue come yeah. out. They're like, you yeah. he got, got a little tongue action there. Okay, and they just took your award away. Yours was creepy. No, no, Mine was sexy. Yours was creepy. Mine um, was
4: meant to be creepy.
3: Yeah, mine wasn't. Mine was meant to be sexy. There's a difference. Like whispers. <laughs> Thank you. uh Francisco. Was that you? Oh, Nick. Okay. All right, oh. Nick. Where'd it go, Nick? To, well, good, good, good timing. Comedy time. Yeah, 10 there.
2: sexiest men in Paris.
3: Oh, look, America. Sexiest man in Paris. Polly Vu say Wee wee.
2: So all you people in France, I want to say thank
3: you from the bottom of my heart. You know, it took a while for me to get to that point. You know, I wasn't always sexy. I was always cute, but I wasn't always sexy. Okay. So now I'm sexy as I'm getting older. And I just want to say shout out to the Women's Rotary Club in Montana. hmm Cause there they were the go. ones who started. There, where's it yeah, at? Yeah. There it is. Ten sexiest men. Me, Brad Pitt, and Denzel. On the cover. I just woke up there. That's how they <laughs> caught me. I don't know how they <laughs> caught me there. I was just waking up, but I was still, I didn't have my I didn't have my eyelashes in. I didn't have my hair done. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I was
2: still sexy, Mark. <laughs> Hey, Super Bowl predictions are brought to you by Bigger's Mazda, their sizzling new Elgin collection. And Randall Road is the biggest Mazda store in the state of Illinois. Bigger's is offering a bottle of Stacy's Signature Hot Sauce with the first test drives of new or pre-owned vehicles. It's your choice, everything from the coolest SUVs to the stunning Miata. So join the fun at 2100 Randall Road in Elgin. Head on out to Bigger's Mazda. Take a test drive and get a bottle of Stacy's Signature Hot Sauce. So... Super Bowl prediction time. I guess we're all on, on the Eagles. Yeah. yeah.
3: I may change mine. I, I don't like this. I, I don't like the way this has went. You know, everybody
2: picked the Eagles. Sriracha Crew likes the Eagles, too.
3: Uh, everybody picked the Eagles, man. I, I, I may have to change mine.
2: I, yeah, and there I, he goes.
3: My boy Jalen Hurts, I want him to win because he went to Oklahoma. But since all you freaks picked Eagles, I may have to go with the Chiefs now. But you
2: don't have Jalen Hurts as your MVP. No. Okay. I don't
3: have A.J. Browns.
2: But you said your reason you picked the Eagles. Can I change mine
3: right now, America? (laughs) I'm taking... America, I'm going on record right now. Scratch what you just saw. Record scratch. I'm going with the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes MVP. Only because... Everybody in this damn room looks like y'all copied off a
2: test. Mr. Contrarian. Copied yeah. off a test. What did no, Stacey no, put? no. What did Stacey put? What did Stacey put? Oh. We were all contacted no, independently no. by Matt. No, no, we were if on a group no call. I no idea. We are on a group
4: call. I like the A.J. Brown call, though.
2: Yeah,
3: A.J. Brown, I like him. But I, I think now it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Yes, yes.
2: So we're headed, headed to different locations to watch the Super Bowl. What kind of snacks do you guys like? Uh, Maddie was surveying the crew. Whispers, what do you got for your staples for a Super Bowl party?
4: Oh, we got to go with a buffalo dip made with... This hot sauce. There you go. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Very that's good. That's I'm talking about.
3: Oh, what, what is that? Is that like green beans? Oh, and beer. Green bean casserole.
4: That's yeah. Green bean casserole. <laughs> I said, like, who the hell's eating
3: green bean casserole? That's on my daughter. Super, Super Bowl. I'm sorry, Brooke. Brooke, yeah. brook, if it's your Super Bowl party, that's Mark's daughter. If that's yeah. your Super Bowl party, you eat what you want. She, she you loves the green bean casserole. Bean casserole. Yeah.
2: It's not not for the Super
3: Bowl, staples. though. No. Not, not, not one of my staples.
2: i look at her dad turned against her. Oh, way to go, Mark. What do you got for the Super Bowl, Stacey? What are you serving?
3: You know, I've been traveling lately. Yeah. You know, I've been on the road three of the last four weeks. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Lou Malnati's guy. The pizza, you know, Lou Malnati's. They're still my Lou Malnati's. We're still waiting for that sponsorship. But I, I, I'm sorry. That was Tracy. I'm sorry, Lou. That was Stacy. Because Stacy don't beg. But Tracy will. He, does, he doesn't He does turn down nothing but his collar. But I will say this. Pequot's, Pequot's got some good pizza. You just can't eat it the second day. You got to right. eat, eat it day one. If you eat Pequod's, Pequod's, I'm sorry if we lost you as a sponsor. <laughs> but I'm being honest. I'm just giving my honest review of the pizzas on day two. Lou Malnati's pizza is great day two, day three. I don't. I wouldn't push it past the third day unless it's in the <laughs> freezer. I would not push it past the third day, America. Just like you. You ever very Walker brothers? You ever Walker Brothers?
2: Ever? No, no, I haven't had a chance.
3: Jim, we eat at Walker Brothers, right? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now. Shout out to Walker Brothers. Okay, it's one of my favorite restaurants up here in the northwest suburbs. Oh my god, they got the best Belgian waffle. They got the best apple pancake. Oh, they sell it frozen. Yeah. So you can take it home and you can cook it when you want to. Oh,
2: very oh. nice. Oh, man. We got off
3: topic. I'm sorry, America.
2: And if you're having a Super Bowl party, of course, you're probably listening to this oh. uh, the day after. Make sure that you hydrate. Hydration is very important. So mix a bottle of water in. And Tim, where can you get the best go water ahead, in, in the Northwest suburbs?
4: I'd go to Angel Water.
2: Yeah? Yeah. Well, how read can, the how read. How can the folks uh, get, it? get some Angel it, Water for themselves? there's
4: a lot of nasty crap in the water. <laughs> yeah, there is. Here. Yes, That's it is. Right.
2: Yeah. So, um,
4: yeah. <laughs> get a hold of uh, get a hold of Andy. All right. of beep, beep, beep. beep, beep for a free water test to find out what crap is in your
2: water. Is
4: it over? Call 847 382 7800. Tell them Stacy sent you.
2: Is it over? Ask for Drew, good. the water guru. Drew, the
3: water guru. Check out his videos on YouTube. With the white beater t shirt <laughs> and the hairy shoulders and the gold chain. If you haven't seen him, <laughs> talk about losing spots Oh my goodness! Drew, if y'all haven't seen Drew Water Guy on TikTok, oh. check him out, man. He's oh, he, oh shit, hey. my phone's ringing. Have you it. seen it? Hey, Drew, it? Drew's got the Drew's got the white beater on. He's got the gold oh, chain man. on, looking like the going to the Roxbury. He got the hairy <laughs> shoulders, like you know. It's like oh lord, that
4: person. just oh, I'm, I'm sorry, AJ will <laughs> had another free month.
3: <laughs> no. Drew's my boy. He's my boy. Chief oh, he, Little Leg. Shout out to Chief Little Legs. He said, please
4: don't. Just stop talking about no, me.
2: No, <laughs> no, no, no. He's our boy, man. Sorry, Drew. Everybody's a little punchy because it is Super Bowl Sunday that we're recording this show. And we want to thank the Sriracha crew for coming in. A couple of guys couldn't make it, but uh, the three are here doing fantastic duty. I want to thank Nick and Cisco and Maddie for doing a great job. Wait a minute. Yeah. We forgot. Oh, I that's read. another sponsor. Yeah.
3: Shout out to my boy Mike Amaroth. He Get didn't back. drive me today. All right, Mike. Mike went to the Bruce Springsteen concert in Tampa, and then he came back home, drove me to the airport, and then he went right back out to Fort Lauderdale to catch the Bruce Springsteen special. Oh, super concert! Bowl? Seven thousand people. Wow! And you had to be insider. Special. Yeah. And see, Mike. Mike is special because Bruce knows Mike because he says, "Hey, you know, I know you protect Stacey King. I know you drive him and <laughs> you're, you know, your third degree black belt." Stacey speaks highly of you on to Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast. Go way to go, boss. Way to be listening. Um, so we're gonna send a special shout out to Mike. Mike, this is for you. Okay, don't do anything. Don't mess this. Oh room yeah, up.
4: <laughs> and he always has to buy three tickets, right? Those double <sighs> double mint twins. Oh my
3: God, he's with the double mint twins right now. Yeah, Super Bowl, it's a Super Bowl party. Yeah. He's got the double mint twins. He's got the uh, now later twins. I mean, he's got all these. This Skittle girls. He's got everybody there. Wow. I mean, matter of fact, matter of fact, we're invited. Mike's our guy. We're invited. Uh, oh, Windy City provides championship service. Uh, making a reservation is so easy. It's a slam dunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's freaking, like Silence of that, the Lambs that, in that, there. Yeah, What's going on, man? That is freaking disgusting, yeah. dude. You got a nice I'm bottle of Chianti? Oh, my God. Oh yeah, okay. Fava Beans? Yeah. To <laughs> follow Beans.
0: Clarice. Clarice.
3: Let Windy City... Windy City break the full court pressure of traffic.
2: I try to get out of this show. Get to <laughs> your destination is
3: styling on time. Contact us at
2: 847-916-9300.
3: That is WindyCityLimos.com. And I'll
2: send you some fiber beans and a liver. Clarissa.
0: Clarissa.
2: It was pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah. He ain't the only <laughs> one that can do impersonations. Okay, I got a whole bunch of them. You're gonna see the Black Panther before it's all over. All right, I I, I think the award though goes to Tim trying to do Christopher Walken and Tyson at the same time. Yeah, that was that was terrible.
3: That was, <laughs> he, he got lost. He got lost. He, he got lost in his in own character. Head. He was yeah. in, in in between characters. He didn't yeah. know where With to go.
4: Heads right here. I got all messed up. Yeah,
3: yeah I, I'm still. You we know, might need to move some of these heads out the way for real, like. It's more creepy. coming. No, please, no, wait, no. Wait till you see yours. No. Just check later. out the
2: freezer. This
3: this is inappropriate. <laughs> this does not. Yeah, there's kind of. Yeah. We have children watching the yeah. show. Get this out of his mouth. Everything doesn't go in your mouth, Tim. Look oh. look at his mouth. Jesus.
2: Oh Lord. <laughs> Proper twelve. <laughs> What's what's going on in the yeah. Teleray conference room? That's what we want to know. Anyway, that's going to that's do it. We hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl as you're listening to this uh, later in the week. Go Chiefs! Go. Stacy's got one more oh, busy boy. week, and then he and Tim, I think, are going to Fort Myers. We'll get that story when they return. I don't think it's going to happen, Mark. Oh, ain't going to happen. Oh, All right. I'm well, thank you so much for watching <laughs> and listening. Episode 118. To give me the hot sauces in the books. Enjoy the week. We'll be talking again real soon. Stacy, got some advice for the folks? Drive home safely, BB.
3: Step guys, uh, and kiss myself oh my MVP gosh, time. When the City assassin does it again big time
1: players make big time plays. why
0: why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why? a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why?